Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. And now, our feature presentation.
You're you're always ready. Yeah, I'm record, dude. I've been recording. Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, and welcome to VHS Life. Oh God! Did you find that Ouija board yet? No, no. What are you doing? Well, you're letting I've them been destroy us. For, I've been looking for a fucking. 77 Trans Am, and it's you a little harder than one. you might think. Yeah, but you have one. All you gotta do is fucking take them. I don't have one. I have a Dodge Charger. Fucking moron. Uh, but. Yeah, but 80s you has way. one. Just steal his. It's not that hard. Yeah, I know. This is a little difficult when you're talking about alternate realities or whatever. That doesn't matter. <sighs> Doesn't matter. Not at all. I don't. Uh, okay. Moving on. Moving on, man. Yeah. You let's, let's 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 just keep this. Moving. Yeah. You you keep it moving. So, uh, Mike, Mike, did you you get around to your homework finally? I mean, it's only been what two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Uh, yeah, actually, I did. Last week, six weeks. Um. Yeah, actually, I did. Um, Seven weeks, eight weeks. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I got to tell you something. You really got to start picking outside of the horror genre because you, my friend, ooh, what a stinker. I fell asleep. That's nothing new for you. Yeah, but... Uh, Usually, if I fall asleep, I wake up and I want to go back to it. I didn't want to do that with this one. I, I honestly, it didn't. I, I don't. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Like it doesn't make sense. All to right. Me. So not all the it. porn stuff is for Michael. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. All right. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, demons. Demons was 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 an excellent piece of of uh, cinematic achievement, um, but this, you know, I just I don't get it. Like fucking guys are 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 like, um, like I didn't understand the guys getting like crucified in the beginning. I'm like, okay, why is this happening to you? And then his face is melting. Then this handyman. Now it's an Italian film, right? In an Italian right. film, why would somebody have a fucking truck that says Joe's Plumbing? And you just because it was shot truck. in New Orleans. It was shot in America. Um, then it's not an Italian film. It's an American film. No, 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 no. It's an Italian film. An Italian crew. They just came to America. So yeah, so it's an American film. It's an American. So every time we go overseas, it's uh, okay. Yeah, you're damn right. It's an American film shot with an Italian crew. That's that's the bottom line that this is. And so okay, so but the handyman. Well, clarify, man. You haven't even said what your homework was. Uh, the Beyond. Um, I assigned Michael J. the Beyond. 
Lucio Lucio Fulci. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you know how to pronounce that. That's brilliant for you. Um okay, so wait a minute. So Okay. And how is that guy that, you know, pretty much got melted into goobly gook and crucified in the beginning of the film? How did he like they when the handyman found him I think that's who found him I don't remember because I'm trying to forget the movie um but like the handyman found him and he was like it, it was like he was almost normal I don't understand that that makes no sense I think with that one you either go with the the dreamlike quality or or you don't and uh it, it seems like that just really didn't set with you uh, and no, I think I was, that's why you kind of rejected that one yeah I was waiting for it to be over honestly and then I like <laughs> and then I like I guess I drifted off and then I woke up and I'm like okay wait a minute I don't really understand where I am but when I fell asleep it was at 20 like 5 minutes then I now it's at 40 minutes okay it's still not over try to sit there watch it within 5 minutes I was asleep again then I would wake up then I would drift off then I would wake up then I would drift off then the credits were going and I was like all right. I yeah, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't think this actually counts because Michael J. slept through it. I didn't sleep through the whole thing. So, I just slept in like drips and drabs throughout the film. So. Yeah. So you you didn't actually watch the entire film. Well, you could think that, but you know, I kind of did. No, you didn't. In your you, mind, you did. I didn't. Honestly, you're 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 sitting there telling me yes. that you didn't. Well, yeah, but I yeah I missed bits and pieces of it, but I did watch the entire film. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, you know what it seemed like it was ripping off sleeping. Can can I just? It seemed like it was ripping off um, Ramiro's Day of the Dead a lot because there's a scene that seemed like where it was close to the end where people were like running by a hallway and they were all standing by a door. And I kept thinking of that scene in day of the dead where the guys in the room and all the hands come through the wall. That was a lady, but yeah. Yeah. But I was thinking about like day of the dead. And then I realized day of the dead, I think was made in 85 and this is made in 81. So in a sense, maybe day of the dead ripped off of this. Um, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but... I will. Day of the Dead had some Italian influence, did it not, Michael J? Um, I don't know, but any that it did was, um, covered up by the masterwork of George Romero. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, I see how it is. Tom I see Sabini how it is, is not... 
is not Italian. Wait, is no, Savini no. Italian? Wait, what? I said Tom Savini is not Italian, is he? His last name is Savini. What do you think? Well, Savini, I don't know. Is that Italian? I guess, wait, is it? Hold on. I'll find <sighs> out. Yes. Hold on, wait. I'll find out. It, it is. Don't, no, don't use the store computer to Google. fucking... Google. Is Savini no. Italian? Wait. Oh, shit. Google. Is Savini an Italian name? Yes, it is. Wow. I... You... You're... You're <laughs> the fucking assistant manager. Stop pulling out your phone all the fucking time and asking Google shit. <laughs> Seriously. You notice I, I was doing Seriously, that. you... Can I... Can I... Hold on, but can I tell you what the difference is? At least here, when I ask Google and I'm in the store, at least Google answers me. When we were in the woods, Google didn't answer me. I... That... We had no signal, Mike. We had no signal. I'm Mike. surprised we have a no signal. Si I'm surprised I have a signal in the store because this is like the Fortress of Solitude. No, 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 it's not. Yes, it is. Because I am, I am alone in my Fortress of Solitude with my brain and my canes and me. Mike, we're in a pretty big plaza. It's it's not a fortress of solitude. Granted, we're not connected there's to taco other suave, stores. But... And then there's the Mexican store. And then State Farm was right next door. State Farm issued my car insurance until I was in a okay. car accident. And then State Speaking Farm, of car accidents. And then State Farm became no more. Where, oh, where is my State Farm run by it's Chris Gebhardt? Where, where, where? Okay, so speaking of car Trying accidents. Trying to give a fucking silhouette. Uh, so soliloquy? Yes, that's it. That's what I'm trying to give, and you're screwing me up. Because I don't fucking care, and the listeners don't fucking care, I think the and care any lot. customers here don't fucking care. And the customers care. Hold on. No. Do, don't I, don't get on the press play here. customers. Do you care that that I was trying to um, enlighten you with a brilliant soliloquy that I was, um, you know, interrupted by by the um, idiot John Rhodes here? Yes. Okay, you don't have to respond. Thank you for your patronage, and have a nice day. There you go. <clears throat> I fucking hate you. <laughs> I win. I win. Uh, so speaking of car accidents, you were in I one? watched Fender Bender oh. while you were asleep. Oh, I see. Well, somebody's got to be there, because, you know, the assistant manager is allowed to sleep. That pillow that was in the back office, you know, that's on the couch back there, that you used to grab your little cat naps on, that's mine now. Mm-hmm. Mine. Don't fuck up my leather couch. I, dude, I, it's going to be mine again. Dude, my life juice is already soiled all over that couch. 
Oh, I know. It's been cleaned multiple times. And realize when it is what it is. When the store closes tonight, me and that couch are going to have another tango. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Past that disturbing thought. Yes. I want to watch Fender Bender. And, yes. The, yeah. the Shut the fuck up and let me talk. <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> hold on to that assistant manager badge as tight as you fucking can because <laughs> before you know it, it's going to be mine again. I almost spit my water out all over our equipment. That's not a good idea. Yeah. Well, most of the ship's news. So yeah. Please don't break it. That's right. Okay, so what you think of Fender Bender? Well, I I went with the retro VHS cut of it. As you should, yes. And I fucking loved it. Um, I, I do want to go back and watch the, the regular version of it just to kind of see the full color and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it reminded me so much of something I, I would see on... Uh, uh, up all night on USA or, or you know, maybe on Monster Vision or something like that. It just felt like one of those films with that cut of it. And, and it, it was perfect. I loved that. Um, I love the introduction that they did with that. Uh, but the, the film itself, um, I, I think they did a really good job with, with uh, tension in it. Um, I, I think the, uh, the, the killer had a cool look. Um, but it, it was, the story's good. They did a really good job of paying homage to old school slashers mm-hmm. with, uh, modernizing it some, uh, keeping good tension and logic throughout it. Um, I liked that the guy was not supernatural. I liked that the guy was a, a, a serial killer. Okay. Um, and that we get to see some of his rituals and stuff like that that really harkens to real serial killers. That, that he always takes something. That, you know, he, the money that he steals from them, he drives until the car is empty and then he pulls over mm-hmm. to begin it all over again. Right. I mean, once we get to see and understand that ritual, I, I like it. And uh, the car, how can you not like that? Uh, his look was cool, like I said. Um, didn't particularly like his weapon. I thought it was a little weird. Was it a mace? Um, it's not a mace. It's some weird homemade knife. Mm. Did you not watch it? Not yet, no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, you, the way you were talking, I thought you watched it. No, 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 no. I told you I want to watch it. I have not watched it yet, though. Okay. Um. <laughs> the only, only problem I had... Mm-hmm. Uh, was there's not that many kills. They're not super gory. Oh. But I, I can go past that as long as the story's good. Well, thanks uh, for spoiling is, that for me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> my problem is is that the, the final girl, because yeah. there's always a final girl, right. she's approves a herself. Mm-hmm. No, no. She, she makes the turn real quick, proves herself as one hell of an adversary. Okay but then makes a really stupid decision. And I thought her 
turn was a little too quick. Okay. And then I thought that that decision, they didn't flush it out enough. Like, I, I get, you know, there should have been something more to pretty much break her mm-hmm. for her to have made a, such a stupid decision to act the way she was. Yeah. So I, I just felt like there was something just missing right there. But overall, I really recommend it. I, I think uh, if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Uh, I will definitely be supporting this film, though, and purchasing the Blu-ray. Right. Well, if I if I was a final girl and... I got into a fender bender. Excuse me. Basically, the the second the fender bender happened, that would be enough to break me. I mean, even if it was just like a little tap to my fender, you know, and it it bent the fender, that would be enough to turn me into an um, a coward uh, a cowardly bitch. Well, you already are a cowardly bitch, and. Uh, he probably wouldn't even pick you because he'd see the handicap fucking sign hanging from your mirror. Oh, no, no, no. I wouldn't drive with that. Only weaklings drive with the placard. <sighs> anyway, um, I think it's a good film. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Um, Did you cry? Of course not. Huh. It's not Monster Squad. So, it didn't say, uh... It's not Titanic. I'm not gonna cry. Didn't say, Fender's got Nards! No, no, no. No, not at all. No, not at all. No. No. I mean, it... No, that wouldn't even make sense. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna kick the car and have Nards, Mike. I mean, that's just that's just illogical. Come on. Yeah, but okay. Do you think that that movie would have been better if, let's say, that the killer was driving Christine and they like tag teamed? I guess no, no, it'd have been ridiculous. I, I like how grounded and real it was. Right. That was one of the things that I took away from it and really liked. Okay, so so you, now you're telling me that Christine's not real. Yes, it's a novel. I think that you're lying to me. I know you have brain damage. I've but still like se- I've seen the car. I've seen her. Yeah, it's a it's it's a Plymouth Fury, Mike. They actually made the cars, but it doesn't mean that there was a possessed car that actually killed people. Yeah, but I went to a convention before, like, and they had her there. So that's how then I Then why know. didn't she kill you? Well that's how I know that she survived. The Crusher at the end of the first movie because she no, regenerated herself. It's not the real thing, like. But she regenerated herself. No, no. It's just like the cosplayers that dress up like Jason and everyone else. It's not real. So you're telling me they have they have they have cars that do cosplay now? Like a car does cosplay? Yep. What I'm telling you is is you paid good hard money to get your picture taken with some other 57 Fury. I wanted that. Fu- I tried to make the green light come on. I was sitting yeah, no. in that car and I said, and I said, listen to me, you little bitch cunt. And nothing happened, did it? Because it's just a normal fucking car. I, I said, we're going to roll. We are going to roll. 
We're gonna teach these shitters a lesson, you and me. Didn't it didn't happen though, did it? Did it? Did it, Michael? It didn't, but it should have. We need to teach all of them a lesson. I want to bring her into this store. You're her, you're really kind of obsessed with that. I'll have her teach you? you and everybody else because she's here. She survived the crusher. She regenerated. She herself. didn't. It's a movie. A movie. I don't. It's made I, up. I don't know. Fictional. I don't know what you're speaking of. Okay. Just like the piranhas in the fucking fish tank. Have you fed those lately, by the way? Oh. They're going to start jumping out. God, no. If you don't fucking feed them. Hey, you think um, we could bring in one of your cats and maybe I'll put your cat in there? Uh, No, because the cat wouldn't stay in the tank. You don't think so? No, I know. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. The cat wouldn't have a chance to escape. Like, you'd push that fucker in a... It's not like that. And the fucking thing would, like, kill him instantly. it's, It's not like the movies, Michael. Didn't you ever see Piranha that Dimension put out? Don't you see oh. all those little fuckers? They, you see what they do? Haven't you ever seen the original? Yes. The good piranha? Yes. Oh, they're both good. But Okay. The problem is those are movies, Mike, yeah. and piranhas do not actually behave that way. Well, they kind of so. do. Yeah, they fucking do. Are you serious? You serious? As soon as you touch the water, they don't swarm and it turn into a fucking hot tub full of bubbles. Oh. It doesn't happen, but... I think you're wrong. Have you ever tried it? Uh, I'm usually the one that feeds them. <sighs> We're going to go dump those fuckers in Lake Victoria, and then I'll throw you the fuck in, and we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, <laughs> they'll probably die. Like, Why would they die? They're tropical fish. You, Oh, my God. Have you not been tacking their water temperature? No. Oh, Am Jesus. I supposed to? They're... Yes, they're a tropical fish. If the water temperature gets too cold, they will die. I Tony's just... going to fucking kill you if his I... fish are dead. I just go up to the tank and I tap on it and I say, Hey, little fishies, hey, little fishies, fishies. And then I look at them and I'm like, Okay, show me the teeth, show me the teeth, show me the teeth. Okay, that's her. Bite it, bite it, bite it, bite it, bite down. Bite down. Oh, you're so cute, you little monster fucker. You're so cute. Uh, I, I don't even know what to say. I really don't. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you devolve the conversation down to this, yeah. and you realize mm-hmm. that we're going to be talking about the existential crisis in vampire films right after the break. And, and seriously, Mike. I didn't even know okay. vampires were in crisis. Oh my god, dude. Seriously. Okay, okay. We're going to take a break at some point real shortly here. Okay. You're going to go check the temperature on the fish tank. Right. And then see if they need feeder fish. Okay, but, but question. What does that have to do with the existential vampire shit? Okay. When you come back, we're going to watch some movies. And then we'll record so you can understand 
No, fuck it. You won't even understand, man. Uh, are we going to watch... Um... Oh, shit. What's that vampire movie? Um, vampire in Brooklyn. No. Um... No, that's a fucking horrible movie. I mean, seriously... It's like fucking DC made that movie. I mean, come on. It, it, it's fucking Wes Craven and Eddie Murphy, and you have one guy that wants to play a modern-day Dracula story okay. in fucking Brooklyn, right. and then you have Eddie Murphy wanting to make a goofy-ass comedy. Right. It doesn't fucking mix. It's like fucking DC where they're just like, you know what? Let's make this really dark adult fucking horror – or horror – adult action drama around these comic book characters – and then the studio being like, oh, no, 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 Let, let's make this goofy. And then they recut it and they change this and they change that. And it turns into a fucking shit pile full of plot holes and issues. And, oh, God, I hate their films. So are you trying to say that Wes Craven isn't talented? I, I'm not saying he's not talented. Yeah. I'm saying that he, in my opinion, is giving more credit than he deserves. So you're saying that he basically wasted his time making that movie and it made a black mark on his career. Vampire in Brooklyn? Yeah, it's probably one of his worst films. Really? Wow. Absolutely one of his worst films. That's, that's different. It's very different. Oh, come on. It's no Nightmare on Elm Street. It's no uh, New Nightmare. It's no Scream. Well, I've never seen, you know, Vampire in Brooklyn, but I can tell you that it probably does not measure up to any of his other work, definitely. Well, I wouldn't say any of his other work. I, I mean, come on. Let, let's let's be honest here. He made The Hills Have Eyes 2, where a dog has a fucking flashback. <laughs> So the dog's like, Wah. yes. The, the you you've not seen it. Um, no, I have not. Oh my fuck! I've seen the hills have eyes. I just haven't seen those have eyes too. It is available on Blu-ray, so I should get it. All right, Mike. All right, because the Blu-ray I, is I, in I the wanna... store. So, but before we move on, yes. Of course it's in the store. Not on Blu-ray, it's not. The image uh, the image DVD is here. Tony never yes. ordered the Blu-ray. Because it's a piece of shit. Yeah, well, I will not watch it unless it's on Blu-ray. <sighs> if it's available on Blu-ray, that means that logistically I cannot watch the DVD or VHS of the release. I need to watch the, the Blu-ray. No, you should just... Watch the VHS and call it good. Yeah, but I'm not allowed to do that. You are. I mean, Maybe. look at it this way. The the Blu-ray is available, but is the 4K Blu-ray available? Who cares about Because how many films Blu-ray. do you have that you should? Because it's just like Blu-ray to DVD and DVD to VHS. It is not. You're violating your own rules. Stop being a hypocrite. Well, I don't... We've I, had this conversation before. Yes, but I have not made the jump to the 4K yet, and I will not make Because you're a cheap fuck. Yet. Exactly. You're a cheap fuck. Exactly. Stop what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Take 
take two weeks off from buying Blu-rays. I, I know, I know. It's, take a breath. It can't happen. Buy your 4K Blu-ray player. Yeah. And then start buying 4K. Just start fresh. Yeah, Look at not, that, man. Yeah, you get to not, start all anew. Yeah, but here's the thing. Not everything that's released these days is released in the 4K UHD format. Right, right. So look at it this way. Do you know what UHD how, stands for? Shh, listen, how me. easy will it be for you to collect all of them? So it'll be that much easier for you to keep up with all the 4Ks when they're coming out. It won't be like right now where you're trying to make a mad grab grabbing all these different <laughs> Blu-rays. No, 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 no. 4K comes out, purchase. Yes, what? I got them all. That's that. I mean, uh, that is something. That is definitely something. That something. Yeah, I just told you on, didn't I? No. <laughs> I have okay. one. I, I, I tell you. I tell you. I tell you what. Yes, sir. All right. Mm-hmm. January. January. For January. Listen. Yeah. For January's purchase, we generally make a large purchase. Yes. Buy a 4K Blu-ray player. We'll say it's for the store. <laughs> Tony will never know. Oh, he'll know. Because when he comes know. in here and he sees that big 4K UHD thing sitting here, he'll know. Then I'll have to sit Christine thing. You don't put it up in the store. You take it home. Or you set it up in the back office. Yeah, well, if I set and it up in the back office, purposes. he'll see it. Oh, no, he won't believe yeah, that. Yeah, it's... It's for screening we don't purposes. Have any, we don't have any 4K titles here for rent. And we're going to solve that. We're going to stay relevant. <laughs> we're bringing in 4K. He's going to shoot you. And see, this is why you're not the assistant manager anymore, because you can't do that. You just wait. Just wait until that's back on my chest, buddy. <laughs> that badge right there. That that little that badge. <laughs> that's going to be mine. Looks good on me, though, doesn't it? You gotta admit, no, it no. certainly does. Just sitting there on your tit. Yep. Your man tit. Yep, my moob. It's all moobed up, bitch. Uh, okay. Before we go, you have to assign me my homework. Um. Oh, shit. I don't even know what the fuck your homework is anymore. Um. I thought you already. Ah. Uh, Yes. Okay. You, your homework. It's not a horror film this week again. Okay. It's a little film that I like to call The Fundamentals of Caring. You Okay. <laughs> Starring the one and the only Paul Stephen Rudd. Okay. And Selena Gomez. And other people. Continue. Well, it has Ant Man in it. That's all I need to know. Paul Rudd. Yeah, Ant Man. That's what I said. Paul Rudd. He's Ant-Man now, man. He's Just Paul, get over he's it. Paul Rudd. No. Yeah. No, he's Ant-Man. Paul and he's always going to be Ant-Man. In your dreams, Paul Rudd. Okay. 
All right. Well, we're going to take our little break. Well, what's and then mine? We're going you didn't even to... give me mine. Uh, it's because I'm thinking. Okay. Um, trying to think of one for certain that you haven't seen. Because I have one in mind, but I'm pretty sure you've seen it. I was going to say 500 Days of Summer, but I think you've seen that. Uh, I have not seen it. Your homework assignment is 500 Days of Summer. I do have it. It is not a horror film. I know this. Uh, this I know. It is a wonderful drama uh, about relationships. Ooh. Starring the fantastic Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes. And Zoe Deschanel. Oh, I'm surprised you uh, said that right. That's good for you. <laughs> so uh, that's your homework assignment. You want to get out of horror? Bring it, bitch. I'm going to beat you. We are currently tied one point apiece, yeah. and uh, I have a feeling I'm going to take the lead. I don't know. I think you're going to love the um, the uh, fundamentals of caring, and plus it's one that you can watch well, with the girlfriend. I recommend watching it with the girlfriend when you do watch it. Okay. Well, then, since, since you gave a caveat to me, yes. I'm going to give a caveat to you. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. I want you... <clears throat> I want you to go through your Facebook memories. Oh, all right, God. really scroll back, look at those all old relationships and stuff. Yeah, glance at some of the old pictures. Don't don't take too long. You know, five ten minutes. Well, I don't really have any of the old pictures on Facebook, but I do have a picture that is in my mirror that, um, or on my mirror that. Um, a friend of mine found that he took of of me with my one ex from about uh, ten years ago now. I guess it is. Okay, so so just just glance at that before you leave your bathroom, yeah, or bedroom or it's wherever the, you have it's it. In the bedroom, yeah. just look at it. Mm-hmm. Remember back a little bit, yeah, and walk downstairs, mm-hmm. pop that bad boy in, mm-hmm. and sit back and fucking let it roll over you. <laughs> You'll cry. You'll be angry, and you will leave happy. Really? Happy that you watched that. Really? Guaranteed. Hmm. I'll have to take your advice on that, sir. That I am so confident in this. I am so confident that I know the absolute worst-case scenario is we're going to tie on this, and we will be two apiece. Hmm. Well, we'll have to see. I, I'm I'm so confident mm-hmm. that if 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 for some random chance you hate it, mm-hmm. and I loved your Ant Man film, <laughs> Paul Rudd film, yes, yeah, whatever. I will let you drive the Charger. You got hand controls in that thing? We'll have to get some. Just push down with your cane, I guess. And no, there's no hand controls. Oh. Well, if I push down with the cane, then who's going to hit the brake? I'll run us into a That's what your other cane's for. Well, I'll run us into a brick wall if I do that. I'll get you a hooker. Uh, it's okay. I don't need that. They have diseases. 
Okay, I know, I know, I know what it is. <laughs> I will get you a gift card. Mm-hmm. No, no, I will get you two gift cards. Mm-hmm. One to Amazon, because mm-hmm. I know that just warms your little heart right there. Like oh, that'll think be of all the raising. That'll be gone in two minutes. And one. FrightRags.com. Well, that'll also be gone in about two minutes. Right. I'll get that. So there you go, bud. That's Sam how Loomis Logger shirt. Sam Loomis Logger. Of course you want that. Yeah. Donald, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, Donald is a bitch. All right, we're <sighs> going to take our first, final, and only break, and we will be back with uh, Vampires in Crisis with who and what they are. That's what existential is. It's a very big word for him to use to speak. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I used multiple syllables. My bad, Mike. Existential is it? I I lost count of how many syllables it is already. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs>
Alright, and we're back on VHS Life, and that last segment was... Wow. Entertaining. Alright, well, let's get into the uh, existential issues that are currently... Mike. That's a big word for you, by the way. It it is, but there's... Hey, dude, that, that... Is that the, uh, is that the Black Christmas shirt that Fright Rags put out? Yes, they did put yeah. that out. Do you see, Wayne? Yeah, wow. that, that is, that is awesome, man. Where'd you get that? I've been looking for one of those forever. Yeah, actually, I, uh, I, uh, made the shirt myself. I, uh, run a company called Fright Rags, and, uh, we make kick-ass horror t-shirts. Holy shit, so you're, you're a genius. Ben. <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah i'm ben i uh started the company back in 2003 wow all right well fuck the as existential issues of vampire films let's, sit let's, down. let's talk about this there sit down right there <laughs> there you go <laughs> okay we'll do all right so uh how did how did this get started because honestly i'm i'm a huge fan of the company i'm actually wearing the uh the shining shirt right now uh, for our listeners that can't actually see me. So uh, just being such a fan, I'm, I'm curious, man, what was kind of the inspiration? How did you get started with this? Uh, it was really just something that started on a whim. I had, uh, I had been working as a graphic designer for a company uh, that makes laptop bags, and I was just doing all of their ads and website and stuff. And it's a great company, but I was I was uh, kind of bored. I mean, it was, it was a great job, but I, I just... I needed something else to do with my free time. And I was, I'm always, I've always been a big horror fan. I mean, ever since I was a kid and I was messing around with some designs in the computer. And I, at the time I'd been on, a, on some horror forums, like collectors forums and, uh, you know, engaging with people there, just hanging out talking about, you know, movies and masks and stuff like that. And I had these few designs that I thought would look pretty cool in the shirt. And I uh, told my friend Justin, uh, who runs Night Owl Productions, he's actually one of the founders of Trick or Treat Studios now, uh, who makes masks. And uh, he's like, dude, we should put those in my forum. I'm like, all right, cool. So we put them up, and people love them. And they're like, yeah, I totally buy that as a shirt. And it was Labor Day weekend 2003, so just over 13 years ago. I just spent the weekend in my apartment um, making up a name, a basic logo. I coded the website myself, figured out how to link it up to PayPal, all that stuff. And uh, by Tuesday, I had them up for sale. And really, since then, I've just it's just been one of those things that I it's always think about, and it just kind of spawned from there. Wow. Uh, that's awesome that you were just able to take your passion and what you knew about and just spin it into this. So what was kind of some of your first designs? The first one that really struck a chord with me um, was a design that was a parody from the "What Would Jesus Do" uh, saying. And that at that time, you know, in two thousand three, it was a little bit. It was a lot more prevalent than it is today. It was just out there everywhere. You know, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? So I just did WW Hockey Mask D. And it's funny because when I came up with that idea, I was like, oh, shit, I bet this has been taken. And I, I scoured the Internet for as much as I could, you know, back then and Google and everything. And I could not find any instance where this had been mentioned or taken or anything, certainly not a T-shirt. So I thought, you know, here's the thing. I've, I've grown up loving horror movies, but I've never really owned any horror shirts. I think at most I'd owned one Halloween shirt, and that was from like Anchor Bay, like when you bought the the. VHS, I think it might have come with the, the, the 
shirt or something. But and that was cool. But I never really had a lot of shirts that were dedicated to movies I loved, let alone something other than just poster art on a shirt or something that just was what you know what you would normally see, I guess. So when I when I thought of what would Jason do, it hit me in two ways. It was celebrating my favorite, you know, you know, one of my favorite slashers, Jason, obviously, and and also parroting something that made fun of something. And to me, that was my sense of humor. It was my sensibility. So it spoke to me personally. And that from there, you know, I, the other designs I released was just the hockey mask as a shirt. Again, it didn't have any words. It didn't say Friday the 13th. It just had a hockey mask. Same thing with Michael Myers. I, I put it this face. It was actually, I mean, when you look at it now, it was really extremely basic. Uh, and then it just says trick or treat underneath it. But at the time, you know, that was... I don't know what to say. I don't want to say revolutionary because that sounds really uh, uh, dumb. But it was just not something you'd seen before. At least I hadn't seen before. And I just felt like I would wear that as opposed to something that had, you know, like, I don't know, the either the poster art or the name all over it or whatever. I just felt like it was just one level deeper into the fandom. And that's one of the things that I've always tried to push is, like, what would fans recognize that maybe other people wouldn't? And that to me is one of the coolest things about your shirts is the fact that I can wear them and it's the people that recognize it and and that speak to you that really just, you know, that you have a connection that there's just this shared love right there. Yeah. And that's what, you know, it's funny. I always liken it to when you have like motorcycle riders or like even Harley people and especially, you know, and they drive by each other and they, they kind of put their hands down and they have they kind of flash that sign, you know, like they kind of acknowledge each other. Like, yeah, you know, you know what it's like to ride one of these, you know? And, and, and that's how I always look at it as a horror fan, you know, walking around uh, at the mall or just anywhere, you know, out in public and, you know, you, you've got this, you know, some people obviously they do it with their tattoos and they do it with other things that they wear and everything. I mean, it's certainly nothing new to, to, to wear the passion of what you feel about something on your sleeve or anywhere else, you know. But for me, you know, I don't have like a major, I don't have huge mohawk, I don't have tattoos, I don't even have piercings or anything. Like, I'm just kind of a normal dude. But, you know, I love Halloween and I'd love to walk around with a you know, picture of Michael Myers in my chest and someone looks at me and goes, holy crap, I love that movie. Or man, that's a cool shirt or whatever. Like that starts the conversation. And to me, that's cool. And then some people might just see it and not know what it is or whatever. that's fine too. But I love the idea of being able to sort of broadcast it on my, my shirt, but not everybody might not know it, what it is. No, and, and I absolutely love that. And I have actually struck up quite a few conversations if not actual friendships just from wearing your shirts and my girlfriend's actually a little mad at me i have to tell you this because half my closet is shirts that i can wear to my state job my other job and the other half of my closet is pretty much your shirts nice (laughs) well thanks i appreciate that and uh just just being curious what would you say are some of your favorite designs that you guys have put out in the last 13 years? Oof, that's a hard one. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because I, I, I always think about it and, you know, they're, I always say they're like my kids because it's hard to really pick just one or a few, but, you know, I go through spurts um, because there'll be one that's like my favorite 
of all time and then like we'll do something else i'm like wow that was just amazing i guess for me it sort of might be the easy answer but honestly right now at this moment and i think it'll probably last for a while it's the the newest design that we did for halloween that we released last month it's um the one by justin osborne and again going back to you know my favorite movie is my favorite movie of all times halloween it's what i got me into horror it's probably what i'm why i'm doing this today and we've had the license for a few years and we put out um a box set, a limited edition box set in 2013 for the 30th anniversary. And Justin had done a design for us, which I thought was killer. It was just, it captured everything. I loved it. I didn't think we could ever top it. And at the time, our license was fairly limited. So we were, we could only do a couple shirts. So we kind of ran with those for a few years. And that particular shirt was only available in the box set. So we only reproduced it as a baseball tee after that. So when we re-upped the license and we were going to do another collection, I thought, all right, there's so much more we can do with this property, but I really want another flagship T-shirt that um, really just captures what I feel Halloween's about. And I went to Justin, and he said, yeah, let me work on it. And he sent me this sketch, and I thought and, – and there was only one modification that I made to it when he had he had a smaller Michael Myers at the top of the staircase where Jamie is. And I, I just didn't think it was necessary. And I feel like when you look at this image – not only is the rendition of Michael so good, and that's hard to do for some artists. It's hard to really capture that mask in the right light and make it look scary and make it look like what our mind perceives it as. That's really scary, but hard to do because that mask alone is just a white mask, and it really takes that special lighting and shadowing to make it come to life. But then seeing Jamie at the bottom of the stairs, or, or not Jamie Lee Curtis and Laurie Strode, you know, at the bottom of the stairs, uh, just sort of looking out. And then he's got the knife looking over her, and you got the even the Halloween pumpkins there. I look at that image and I say that is the movie that's in my mind, and it's even got a slight twin tinge of like that vintage coloring to it as well. I don't know. To me, that just I could look at that thing all day and just not get sick of it. Wow, uh, I actually do love that one, and I, I have to admit too, I, I purchased uh, actually three shirts from that collection. Uh, I got that one, uh, the rabbit and red one, just because I love that little inside joke. And uh, <laughs> the, the the simple mask, I, I really, there's just something about that simple design that I really love on, on the shirt. Oh, the, uh, just the white, the white on black? Yeah. Oh, cool. That's, yeah. Uh, that actually is a picture of one of my masks that I have. Um, I took that picture, that photo Oh my God, I think probably 10, 10 or 12 years ago. Um, I took a picture of it with a lamp and then I just went crazy with the levels in Photoshop and then I half toned it in Photoshop uh, to get that effect. And we had actually released that unlicensed for a while. And then, uh, of course, we pulled it when we were close to getting the license. This is way back in the day when we weren't licensing anything. And uh, we shelved it. I mean, we haven't sold that design in years. And then uh, finally, you know, getting the license again or whatever, I wanted to bring that back, and I'm, I was happy to do so. So, yeah, thanks for thanks for getting that one. Wow, I, I actually never knew that. But, yeah, there's just something about that picture. It just really hooks me. Um, but I have to say right now my favorite is uh, the one design for Evil Dead that you guys put out a couple months ago where it's kind of the, uh, the collage of everything that happens. And... Uh, I, I absolutely love that one, mostly because Evil Dead is my favorite film. So mm. it, 
that one really speaks to me and i have to say i've been wearing that one a lot lately awesome awesome thanks yeah that i was i was pretty happy about the evil that collection as well because that is one of my favorite movies well you, you just mentioned it so i'm just kind of curious what what is some of your favorite horror films so yeah, I mean, Halloween definitely is my number one of all time. Uh, Night of the Living Dead is has got to be in my top five. Uh, Evil Dead, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, of course. Honestly, then I go kind of weird. I get weird with my films. Like Silver Bullet is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, you know, some things that aren't that might not be seen as classics, but to me are just. Um, just speak to me and I want to see all the time. I'm trying to think of some others that are sort of out of left field. Darkman's one of my favorites, although I wouldn't put that in my top five or whatever. Um, man, it's just so many. I, I'm a huge, I'm a huge slasher guy. Like when I saw Halloween, I wanted to see more of a guy in a mask killing people. Like that's just like, I was four when I saw Halloween. So it was just sort of like, I just want to see more of that, <laughs> you know? Um, so I would, I always gravitated towards Jason and Freddie and that type of thing. I didn't get into like, I mean, I got into Night of Living Dead and Evil Dead, but I didn't really get into too many other zombie movies. Return of Living Dead, oh my God, that's one of my favorite films of all time. I love that movie. <laughs> um, uh, but, like, I didn't get into, like, other stuff. Like, I didn't even watch Dawn or Day until I got older. Um, Dawn or Dead, Day or the Dead. Um, even Italian horror. Oh, Jaws. Oh my God, Jaws has probably got to be in the top two or three. Like, that's just a classic, classic film. Psycho, I think, is up there as well for me. So stuff like that. I mean, I kind of go all over the board. Again, I, I love slashers. I love creepy stuff. I don't really get too crazy into the Japanese or Italian, although I do like some of those. Like Suspiria, obviously, is amazing, and the Beyond and that type of stuff. But um, I need to dive into more of those. And, oh, and, and actually, another one of my favorites of all time is Sleepaway Camp 2. I just love that film. Uh, I have to say you have great taste because most of my favorites are actually on your list, too. Awesome. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of the films and whatnot, I, I know that you do uh, special screenings and whatnot up in uh, Rochester, New York, right? Yep, absolutely. We um, there's an art house theater that's a, it's an old historic theater in downtown, and they uh, we were we started working with them about seven years ago. Uh, they reached out to us, and we did a 24 hour horror. Actually, at the time, it was a 25 hour horror film fest. Um, we went that extra hour. And it was fun, and it was grueling, and it was, it was crazy. And then we did it again the next year. We did a 24-hour one. And then since then, we had kind of, you know, we would team up for screenings here and there, maybe one, maybe twice a year. But it was never anything like a dedicated, like, oh, we should do this every month or whatever. And last year, we ended up doing one every week in October. Um, and we made it a point to shoot to do them all in 35 millimeter, which we had kind of done before with some of our screenings. And then we realized um, with the two projectionists, the lead projectionist at the heart, at the theater and, and the guy that helps him out and myself, we talked and we said, let's, we can do this. Let's do this every month. And we, we created a new name for it. We call it Saturday Night Rewind. It's sort of the name of our collective, our collaboration between Fright Rags and the Little Theater. It's, it's what it's called, the Little. And so every month we do, you know, obviously on a Saturday night. We show a film. We'll uh, we'll be, we sell beer at the concession stand, um, which is something they don't normally do, but we do it for our films. We generally only show 35 millimeter unless there's a special case, which in, we've only had a one instance, and that was because it was a brand new movie when we debuted Greasy Strangler a few weeks ago. And you know, it's great because we'll show movies that either I've never seen on the big screen or 
you know, I've seen before, but I want to see with an audience or that type of thing. And it's just a lot of fun. We've done movies like Evil Dead. We did. We did Big Trouble in Little China, Critters, Predator, Aliens, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, this Saturday, we're doing The Last Starfighter. Um, it's just been great. And then we've actually gotten people to come up so uh, to, to be there as guests. Like we had Joe Bob Briggs from Monster Vision. We actually built a Monster Vision set on the stage, and we had him do his intro for the Warriors, and then he did a Q&A with us after, and he was up for the weekend, and that was great. Uh, we'll Skype in with people. We've had uh, people like Amy Steele and Frank Lelogia, who did a movie called Lady in White. Um, we had uh, S- Scott Schneid, that, who was the executive producer for Silent Night, Deadly Night, Skype in once. Uh, Tom Holland is Skyped in, so they'll be up on the big screen, and you can get up and talk to them after the show and, and just ask them questions. And we'll do shirts for the shows and stuff. And it's just a lot of fun because it's it's something I've always dreamed of. I mean, just getting together with a bunch of like-minded people on a Saturday night, have a couple beers, watch a movie that we all love, and it's just it's just a party, and it's just a lot of fun. It sounds like a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, just being curious, man. Uh, I've only known in this and basically passing. Where can I find more information about this? Screw the listeners. If you go to <laughs> Facebook, that's probably the best way to find out right now. If you go to you know just go to Facebook and type in Saturday Night Rewind, you'll come up to our page and then just like it and make sure to follow us because we always post our next screenings there. Um, like I said, Last Starfighter is a Saturday, and then the next month on December 10th is a Christmas story. So we don't always do horror. Although we do slant towards the cult and, and horror type movies, um, and we're always looking for different things to do, like different ways to mix it up. But um, you know, so we'll do like some family films. Like next year, we've got a whole slate of movies for almost the entire year, and we'll be mixing it up a bit. But you know, more than likely, it'll be some sort of cult classic that that most horror fans will enjoy. That's fucking awesome. And and uh, man, you're just mentioning uh, uh, different people that you get to either show up there or Skype in there. Just being curious, um, how many people have you actually got to meet just from Fright Rags? Oh, man. I Honestly, it, it is, for me, it's incredibly uh, humbling to know that over the last 13 years I've gotten to meet and and speak to so many of the people, so many of the people I grew up uh, watching on, on TV and on the big screen. And, you know, I've even become friends with people you know i mean we you know it's i had fred decker and tom mackins up here for a weekend about uh in 2010 and uh they were both here for three or four days and we got to hang out all weekend and we got to you know we showed their movies we showed monster squad and night of the creeps and the fog and halloween three and uh you know i I talked to them pretty regularly i mean tom mackins i mean just hanging out with that guy is amazing um Amy Steele, I've gotten to know over the years. Uh, I saw her at a convention like probably 10 years ago now, but now if we see each other at the show, we'll go out to dinner or something. Like She's just great. Um, but I've gotten to meet so many people, and the cool thing is having, you know, Fright Rags, I can, you know, when I go meet someone at a convention or whatever, it's a really good icebreaker. So I can be like, hey, we did shirts for your movie, and they're like, oh, wow, that's really cool, and it's a little bit different for them, I guess, if they're just kind of... Um, seeing the same thing and now then they're like oh wow there's this shirt with my face on or oh wow that's really cool artwork or something and it's just a nice icebreaker and then it kind of leads on other conversations and stuff and um it's it's just kind of neat to have that and then sometimes you know it leads on to other things where we'll just end up working with those people and they'll be like yeah we'll sign your posters or we'll do this like 
you know, Barbara Crampton signed a whole uh, run of our reanimator posters. And we had that, uh, Kane Hodder has done it and Linnea Quigley. She's great. She signed a bunch of stuff for us so we can kind of work together and, and it kind of extends that sort of relationship. That, that is, that's, that's gotta be absolutely amazing for a, a person that started off as a fan, just making designs on his computer for shirts to, to be, where you are now and actually have met these people and have relationships with them. So just, Oh yeah, it's, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say it's, it's incredibly humbling. I mean, we are the lawyer that we uh, use for a lot of our copyright stuff is uh, Larry Zerner. He was Shelly in Friday 13 part three. And that is my (laughs) favorite Friday 13th movie of all time. And to be speaking with him on the phone, there are days where I'm like, Holy shit, I'm talking to Shelly. Like, (laughs) <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! This is crazy. It it, it really does boggle the mind. <laughs> that that is that is so awesome. <laughs> that Shelley is your lawyer. I can't believe that, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just just being curious. Um, where do you really see the company going in the future? Well, that's a good question. We we're, we're always thinking about that. We're always figuring where we can go. Um. One of the things that we're doing is we're trying to branch out into new um, products. There's a couple. Uh, one in particular, there's a couple that I can't really talk about because they're in the early stages, but they're, they should be debuting next year. A few different product categories that we're really, really excited about um, that are going to extend what we do. Because obviously we started with shirts, but for me, it's, it's always going to be about shirts. But there's other things that we like to do that I think if it has – if it feels right, then we should do it. For instance, you know, we've been doing a lot of these novelty masks that harken back to the old Ben Cooper and Collegeville days. And we, you know, we did masks for General Mills, Serial Monsters and, and Sam from Trick or Treat and Terminator. And those things are fun because to me, if I was a kid, I would have loved to have had a Terminator mask with light up eyes or a Frankenberry mask. Like that speaks to the inner five, six year old. And if I can capture that, in myself and think about an idea and go, Whoa, I would, I want to own that right now. Then that's sort of where we start pointing our direction, you know, pointing things to, to get done. So we've got a few of those. One thing that we are um, looking at doing, in fact, we're, I'm wearing them right now because I've got the the prototypes in is um, we're looking at doing some lounge pants and our first pair should be debuting next month. I hope before the holidays, we can get them in time and they're completely custom they're made to specifications that i sent our manufacturer exactly what i wanted and they came out really nice they're really comfortable and i think they're going to be great for people in the winter just to kind of hang out at home or whenever you know just when you get home and you want to relax and hang out and watch tv you can put these on and um they're just really super comfortable the ones that we're doing right now are just plain black with uh the horror uh green sticker uh logo um that you'd find on VHS that's just patterned all over the pants. And I actually just put a sneak peek of them on Instagram. And then, uh, so we're doing a lot of those things. We're also doing some non-horror things. We released a collection back in August we called Plastic Fang. And it's it's for things that are non-horror related. I mean, we had a shirt in there that was based on Flight of the Navigator, on Stand By Me, on uh, Last Starfighter, things that might not necessarily be fright rags, but are still things that people like us 
would enjoy. So we're going to be branching out more into that next year as well. Wow, that that's cool. And I, I have seen those collections. I really do dig those as well. Um, just being curious, uh, what, is Fright Rags going to be branching out into any other different projects? I mean, like your screenings, anything like that? Um, I mean, we're definitely pushing the screenings more. Um, we're always trying to think of different ways to sort of, I don't know, figure out how to differentiate ourselves and just push more of what, you know, we do. And for instance, you know, I always, I always tell people, I always go back to this. We don't really sell t-shirts anymore. We're selling memories. That's what we do. We, we, we're selling memories that, that you and I had as kids watching these movies and sneaking down in, you know, to our basements to watch them or, you know, trying to sneak around our parents or babysitter or whatever. A lot, and, you know, whatever. There's some great movies now, of course, that capture our attention. I mean, I've, there's been plenty of great movies recently, but we're always trying to capture that, that time in our life that we didn't have so many responsibilities. We're trying to escape to that. And anything we can do to to have someone look at one of our products and go, wow, and just have that moment, whether it's a t-shirt or pants or socks, we're, you know, we do those too, or anything else that's, if it's, if it fits, then, then that's what we can do. So if we think of something else, like we were just talking about, I had an idea today about something, this is going to be way far off, but just some idea of, of another experience we can create for customers. I think that's another thing is creating, unique experiences for customers again you know you get home from work you're tired you know if you got something in the mail and you were wowed and you it literally either made your day or maybe even your week or just your you know just your night where you had a package and you open it up and maybe there was something unexpected maybe there was something that you got and you're like whoa this is crazy you know that's why we put a free prize pack in, in each order you know people get a little warhead and a little trading card and it adds a little bit of oh, what am I going to get this time element to the shirt that you know you're already going to get? So it's little surprises and experiences like that that we try to um, imbue into everything we do. And it's stuff like that that it really makes me absolutely love the product that you're selling because each time I get that black bag, I kind of smile and then I open it up and I just kind of unfold my shirt and stare at it and and. Yeah, I am flooded with nostalgia. And then I, I look at my card and I read the fun little facts. And most of the time I know them, but you know what? I still fucking love those cards. <laughs> I have a whole fucking collection of them. Awesome. That's great. And, oh, man, uh, I have to say you're you're spot on with that, selling memories. And that that is the whole thing. Um, I have to say I, I'm hugely passionate about it. Most of the time when I'm, I'm trying to think of a friend for Christmas or something, and that's what I'll think of. It's conversations we had about films and stuff. And most of the time they end up with a, a shirt of yours. Hmm, and that's great. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I've never got a complaint. I mean, Mike, you've got how many that I've given you already? At least like three or four. Definitely. That I, yeah. you know, <laughs> I've bought some myself too. I mean, I really, really good quality. A lot of good stuff like the basket case, the maniac cop. I love those. Uh, a few of the Halloween ones. There's a few that I want to pick up still. It's it's amazing. Nice. Yeah, I appreciate that. That is, that's another thing, man. The, the quality of it. I've I've almost never had a single issue with any of the shirts that I've gotten from you guys. They're fucking top notch. 
Well, thanks. I appreciate that. And, and if you ever did, you know, always just email us because we're ready to take care of anybody that has any issues because, you know, shirts are still, you know, made by hand no matter who does them. And there can be flaws and there's defects sometimes. And, you know, we do our best to, to, to cut down on that. But anytime anybody has an issue, we're there to take care of it. And that's another thing. I, I mean, I've contacted you guys before, and it's always a pretty immediate response, and you guys are incredibly kind. It's an amazing company, and that's why I'm so glad to get to fucking talk to you right now. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. And, you know, uh, it wouldn't be possible um, to be doing this without everybody that works with me. I mean, Kimmy and, and Tim and Chris and Joe and – uh, Heather and Jess and Liz. I mean, everybody is just amazing. And it's great because they all love horror just as much as I do. And we're all just wanting to do the best for the customers every day. Like every day our aim is, okay, what can we do? You know, what do we need to do today to make sure everyone's taken care of and happy and satisfied? And that's just, that's just how we spend our days. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, you, you guys nail it. I, I love your product. And uh, just being a big of a fan of your companies as I am, I'm just kind of curious, what, what is kind of your dream for? Because I, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I'd love to see uh, a Fright Rags production someday, you know, where you guys <laughs> help produce a film or something like that. Actually, it's funny you say that. Um, that would actually be something I would love to do. I've always thought, you know, again, being a fan of lots of things from my childhood – I've always dreamt about having my own comic book. Um, I've always dreamt about doing my own music because I was in my brothers and I had a band for a long time. And in terms of filmmaking, I mean, I actually, you know, I dropped out of college to be a filmmaker and obviously that didn't really go very well. But, um, you know, I've always wanted to make my own movies and I did so as a kid. And and the, my friends who are at the little theater who run uh, Saturday Night Rewind with me, they uh, I just executive produced one of their short films and it was actually starred uh, Sky Elabar, who was in the Greasy Strangler, and that was cool. That was a fun project to be a part of, and I think if that ever branches out and, and kind of you know gets more attention or whatever, I'd love to, um, I'd love to maybe be a part of that. But really, you know, my focus primarily is you know I'll, my it isn't how big we can get. It's about growing but being able to do keep doing what we do best i think what you know as far as dreams and ambitions i mean i i I have many but i don't want to do i don't want to go too crazy and distract myself where we start losing what we have because i'm or anybody else is too distracted with all these other things so in many ways i tend to you know write those ambitions down and dream about them think about them and kind of lay them out for maybe future sort of maybe as the path gets there. But for now, I like to also focus on today and, of course, the next year or so and really plot out um, the finer elements of things because I really like getting my hands dirty with all the details and, and trying to orchestrate the next, you know, like I said, several months to a year, if not more. I mean, we've got enough on our plate we've already talked about all of next year, literally from January to December, what we're doing. And there's still going to be more, but we've already got a packed schedule. Plus, we've already pushed some things off to 2018 because of the way things are going. And that's a good problem to have. And that it wasn't always that way. So I love 
being able to plot those things out, but I also like having, I wouldn't call it a five-year plan, but um, just having thoughts and ideas for the future. So if, if it ever comes down to it and we've got the capacity where I could go off and do some things like that, but still not drop the ball on anything else, it would be great. Yeah. Uh, I would just love to see that someday. I, I don't know why I was just watching, uh, uh, the retro VHS cut of fender bender recently mm. the other day. And for whatever reason that, that just popped in my head that it would have fit perfectly, you know, just a fright rags logo in the beginning there. <laughs> oh, I love it. I mean, you know, again, you're speaking my language. I mean, I would love to, you know, it's a, a sort of a dream of mine. I've always had this even, you know, way before fright rags when I was a kid, I would, I tried to make my own slasher movie killer, you know, and I thought, oh, how could I do it nowadays? Especially even now. I mean, now even years and years and years later, how do you make a slasher movie and make it relevant? I mean, so many people have even done great. I mean, you know, if you look at Hatchet, which was cool, or Behind the Mask, or, you know, there's been a bunch of others in recent years that have, you know, that are self-referential, but they're also unique. And I'm like, oh, man, it would be cool to write something like that and, and maybe, you know, make something like that, especially if we could get all those people like, you know, all those actors that we grew up watching, like we just talked about, like Tom Atkins or Amy Steele or, or you know, other people in these movies, it would be it would be awesome. That would that would definitely be a dream come true. <laughs> well, man, I, I hope it happens someday. But uh, Mike's giving me the wrap up sign. We gotta we gotta get the store closed up. And I'm sorry, man. Um, I, I gotta kick you out of the store. But I, I tell you what, you you do such a great project that uh, free rentals for the rest oh, of your life, man. Ah, oh, thanks, man. There's no uh, there's no uh, late fee, are there? No, no. Awesome. Sweet. I mean, I'll make sure to get him back in a couple of days, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. No problem. No problem. Cool. <laughs> All right. Great pleasure getting to speak to you, Ben. Uh, man, I can't wait to spend more money and just hand it over to you. <laughs> well, I appreciate the time. And, uh, yeah, I definitely, definitely appreciate you guys uh, letting me in the store and, and talking for a little bit. Yeah, not a problem.
of your underwear and the thing that you last ate. Okay. So what's the color of your underwear? There you go. That's the joke. Ah, pizza. White pizza. No. Black pizza. Just pizza. You don't have underwear on. Never. You naughty, naughty boy. Dude, aren't you ever afraid of, like, of, like, of, like, little roads, like, rubbing against the zipper? Nope. That would hurt. Don't you realize that? You never... Dude, what happens uh, if you have to shit and you shit all over your jeans or whatever the fuck you wear? Like, uh, diarrhea. Well, that's never happened. Uh, it's going to happen now, mark my words. That would be humorous. Just say this this never happens, so. Oh, God.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.